Welcome back, my loves. This is the story behind the story. We are doing a special feature of authors of our newest book, Feisty. Today, back for how many times is it, Hallie? You've been with us a I bunch mean, of times. Back by popular demand, <laughs> Hallie Avolio. My love, welcome to the show. Welcome to the book. I'm so glad that you joined us. You have a pretty unique story in the, your process of writing. So I'd love to know a little bit about, I know, I want you to share with everybody yes. <laughs> else a little bit the story of, of how you came to be a feisty author and um, we'll go from Awesome. There. Well, I'm so glad to be here. I think the very first, one of the very first times we interacted, Sierra, was via podcasting. So how best friends it's, are made. Right? It's just, yep. it's our thing. I love it. I love it. Um, yeah, I, I posted this last week on all the places I post things. And I'm excited to share this story because being a feisty author was absolutely meant to be in the cards, divinely guided, all of the things. And so I'm very excited to be part of this, this experience and this collaboration. Um, for anybody listening, my name, first of all, like Sierra said, is Hallie Avolio. And my business is called Sassy Healthy Fit. And that's how Sierra and I have known each other in this context of entrepreneurship over the last several years. And just maybe a few weeks ahead of deadline for this book, Sierra sent me a very auspiciously written uh, text message and said, Hallie, I need you to be part of this book collaboration. And she told me the title, Feisty. And she said, if I think of anyone that's feisty, it's you, you're sassy, you're feisty. And of course, you know, not only was that a bit of like a stroke to the ego, but I was like, yeah, feisty, this like lights me up, makes me feel really, really pumped. But the but here was, like I said, it was a pretty quick turnaround on the deadline, just a couple of weeks out. I think the uh, recommended wording for the chapter was 3,000 words, which felt a little bit ominous because I had a lot of moving parts going on in my life at the time. It was just before the holidays. I was launching a multi-day masterclass. I was in the middle of launching my mastermind. So I had a lot of things happening. And kind of my initial response was like, oh no, this is not happening right now. This is just, it's not in the cards. It's just, there's too much going on. And I firmly believe in not hustling. And I firmly believe in keeping life easy for my own sanity. And, um, but it just kept kind of like niggling will be the word in the back of my mind. I was like, hmm, this book, I've wanted to be an author for so long. I love reading. This sounds really appealing. That name feisty is just really grabbing my attention. So I left a voice audio for one of my soul sister besties. And I was like, okay, I don't know what to do. You know, there's this book opportunity. It's called feisty. And I go into the whole thing. And she leaves me a message back and she says, Hallie, I think you have your answer. You're doing this. And I said, oh, yeah, huh? <laughs> so my inner North Star was super aligned with this project. And my ego, my fear-based part of me that said, nope, you have too many things going on, was trying to hold me back. And I'm just so grateful that I leaned into my intuition because that was just the beginning, but writing this chapter was a super transformational experience, probably more so than almost anything else that I can relate to, even in the last you know several years. So all in all, I'm super proud of this work. I love the collaborative effort of the authors. It's been an absolutely tremendous experience working with Sierra, and I'm just, I'm so excited. So it was meant to be. Well, and I'm so glad that 
I followed my niggle and you followed yours, even if a friend had to sort of kick you back to it. <laughs> because the reality is even women who joined months earlier, we all always have a lot going on. Like there's never, you know, like a three month period where you're just like, look at the, all this open space. That's not a thing. And, um, but weighing in like, what is the right place to put energy? Cause it certainly is um, time investment. And like you alluded to there, there's a lot that can come out of the process of writing a chapter um, internally, aside from the actual chapter and the published book and all the things that naturally go with stepping sort of more into that space. But the, the even this subtle or internal process of digging in and telling your story um, can be huge. You mentioned a little bit about who you are and what you do. Um, but one of the things we like to do is, is really draw attention to your expertise. And so what are you an expert at? What are you about? What's your sort of battle cry in the world these days? Well, I love that you call that the battle cry in the world because, uh, you know, my quote unquote official title, which I kind of hate titles, which is very fitting. I want to share the, can I share the chapter of my book, what it's called? Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah, so, so my chapter is- Right. My chapter is called Writing Your Own Rules. So when somebody, anybody tells me, well, you got to have a title for what you do. I'm like, Bleh, I don't want to do it. I want to do it my way. So my official title for what it's worth is I'm a manifestation and self-love coach. But my battle cry, which I definitely resonate way more with that language, is empowering humans, mostly women, but I also love working with men, empowering humans to step into their most authentic power and manifest their wildest dreams so that they wake up every day feeling like, I am so freaking lucky that this is my life because it's my life and I am living it. And that is like my, my, my mission, my purpose. I have absolutely no doubt in my mind that that's why I have lived the life I have up to this point and how I will continue to live my life going forward is to instill this because so many people get like lost in all of the stuff and then they forget who they are and then they stop living authentically and then they feel like shit and we don't want that i want people to feel happy <laughs> and they have the title and they do the thing and they show up like they're supposed to and they effing hate it exactly yes. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i lived that life it sucks <laughs> yeah yeah well and and that's and the whole time you were saying that i was just getting flashes of of what you must have gone through to be in this space to guide and coach people there right yeah no one just wakes up from a, a life of luxury and ease and says i'm gonna help somebody make a rough transition into a better space right that's not how it happens it's that we all um we've been in internally sharing just a lot of face down moments of I tried this, I like it didn't work, or I thought it was going to go this way, and you know, shit got real. And then what I learned from there is now what I'm good at. It's um, it's the hard stuff that gets us to where we're going. Um, and I always want to sort of dig in because of the title, feisty. Yeah. Um, 
some people are like, well, what does it mean? And but isn't that sort of, shouldn't you not be so feisty? And I was like, yeah, that's the whole point. That's the point. There's a whole dynamic just around this single word. Um, what does it mean to you to be feisty? And or what, how are people struggling with finding their own feistiness? And so like, what are the, the, the loopholes that people fall into before they can like really be the feisty that we all inspire and hope for for each other? Well, and I think the kind of the the back um, the back end feeling that comes along when people hear the word feisty is synonymous with when they hear the word sassy, right? And my business is sassy. I talk about being sassy as fuck, and I talk about you know live live love be sassy, right? So people get kind of this same feeling of like, ooh, sassy, mm, but aren't I not supposed to want to be that? Isn't that like the eye roll, the brat, right? Same with feisty. So yeah. for me, what it means though, is like showing up who you are unapologetically. And some days that might be like a really chill version of you. It might be like, yeah. I'm just super chill today. I'm easy go, you know, I'm easy go lucky. Like everything can just happen. I feel good. Other days you might be in kind of turned on, fired up. I've got to rock and roll today and get shit done mode. But however you're showing up, you're showing up based on what you, what your energy is at, what your desires are based on what your core values are and understanding who you are inside. And that's why you're showing up the way you're showing up. So to me, that's the embodiment of being feisty, of being sassy. It goes together. And that that's, that's the piece that I want people to take away is we have to stop taking, you know, putting these labels like, oh, you can't be that way because you're going to hurt someone's feelings. It's like I um, clearly I like to use F-bombs and, you know, it's fun and it's just part of my language. And it's never in <laughs> it's never in a way that's mean or spiteful or anger. It's always just it, it's really from a place of like high energetic vibration. And I put out a lot of content on social media. And one of the places that I've really found my rhythm in the last six months or so is TikTok. And I recently put out a video on TikTok and I do these frequently. So I, I don't remember exactly which one it was, but I was talking about, you know, connecting to yourself and how I said something like, oh, and you're so fucking awesome, blah, blah, blah. And somebody made a comment and said, you are so inspirational and so blessed. And I'm so grateful that I found your videos, but, but you would just be at such a higher vibrational frequency if you took out the curse words. And I thought to myself, and I'm not going to, you know, make a comment video about this because it doesn't matter, but it really kind of struck me as like, it just made me pause for a moment. And I thought, I hear you. And that might be true for you. And that's absolutely fine. But for me, it's part of my level of excitement and engagement and how I show up. So I respectfully disagree. And that's fine. Well, and, and what I hear you saying and, and what inspired us to pull this collaboration together in the first place is, is that there's not one right way right. for all of us, but that being feisty and being sassy is being genuinely you and not genuinely who you think somebody else needs you to be or any other edited version, you know, my daughter is still six and gets dressed up in these the most incredible combinations of colors and <laughs> textures and fabrics. And she's just doing it because it feels good, right? It feels good. It looks good. She's enjoying having a human body. And, and it's just so much fun to learn from her because 
She's definitely not thinking about what anybody else thinks. And I think as adults, we've, we've lost that to some degree. And um, the world would, is such a richer place when each of us has discovered and is, is exploring their own genuineness, right? Right. Well, and so, that's why I feel so passionately about- rain down F-bombs, baby girl. Right? right? Well, and that's why I feel so passionately about self-love right? Because, and, and using the, your daughter as an example is so beautiful because, you know, as children, we do love ourselves. We are pure and, you know, we show up in this world in this beautiful place of acceptance of ourselves, of others, right? There's no judgment of self or others until you start to learn it from external factors. Some people learn it earlier than others. And I believe so wholeheartedly that our journey back to self-love to unlearning those things that we've learned that have taken us away from being the most authentic version of ourselves, from being our feisty, sassy selves, is part of our own unique journey to bring us back to love, to bring us back to acceptance, to bring us back to a place of, you know, personal honoring, like honoring who we are at our core. And everyone's path is going to look different. And even though it seems like it would be really great if we could stay in that energy of the six-year-old who's carefree and puts on whatever the heck she wants and is just enjoying life. We have to experience, I believe, all of the other facets of life so that we can come back to this very conscious decision, right? And whatever point that happens, whether it's in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 60s, 80s, right? Whatever. Because when you come to a place of self-love from a, a conscious perspective, I mean, that's how you truly connect to your highest self. And that is very exciting for me. And for me, my own journey, you know, I learned that in my late 30s, early 40s. But I have clients who, one of my dearest, you know, clients who's become a very, very dear friend, she's 75. And she's like grooving in her best life right now. And it's so awesome. Like, I'm just so thrilled for her. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I am so excited to be sharing your story and all the other chapters from Feisty. Um, It is out in the world. Uh, We're not going to give any more spoilers away other than this idea of writing your own rules, figuring out what, you know, lights you up now. Um, I'm so glad that, I'm so glad that you actually initially resisted and, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> came came full circle um, and are part of this collaboration. It's been really fun doing this process with you and sharing with you. Um, and I know that your chapter is going to help a lot of folks. So I'm so thank glad you. that you shared it. Yeah. Well, thank you. I, I'm honored to be part of it. And, you know, I didn't know any of the other authors prior to working together and just hearing their stories and being part of their journey. It's really, really cool. I mean, to me, this is how we change the world. And I think you and I have talked about this, Sierra, but when we come together in collaboration, when we get to tell our stories and share our stories and then share the stories of others, that is truly making this impact. And I know that that's part of the larger title, right? Is women who are making an impact. And what an honor to be part of this experience. And I'm, I'm thrilled. I can't wait for people to read it and to let us know how it's moving them. And, you know, what are you taking away from it? How are you making micro shifts or major shifts in your life that feel really good to you at your core. 
Yeah. Well, and you just touched on on a, another point that is one of our favorites um, at Red Thread is this collaborative nature that things don't have to be hard. Um, we're not about a hustle. We don't want anybody to like throw themselves to the wolves and like take on more than they can handle. But that's the whole, the beauty of the container of a collaboration is, you know, a, a, a chunk. And then together we've all created this bigger thing, both uh, the product, the community, and, and then the community of readers is larger as well, just because we're all sharing what we can each do without this sort of old idea that we all have to do it all by ourselves and Amen. suffer. <laughs> suffer oh my gosh. Forever. Right? No more. Done. No more. Done with yeah. it. Yeah. So for fun, ease, and feistiness, cheers. Yes. <laughs> cheers. Absolutely. I love that. Thank you so much for joining us again on the podcast. And I'm sure, given the nature of the world, we'll have you back on here again someday and maybe someday even meet in Santa Barbara. I would love to see you face to face. I hope so. I would be, that would be amazing. Amazing. Have a beautiful afternoon. Thanks for joining the podcast. As always, check back in. We have a number of other authors being featured in the next few weeks. And as always, bringing stories of women authors, sharing their voices, making an impact, and just the behind the scenes also of how you go from dreaming to published author. Thanks as always. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.